Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. We are live from Las Vegas, Nevada, our first West Coast hot sheet ever. Let me know in the comments which market you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. And on today's hot sheet, I will cover the Case-Shiller National Home Price Index, a decrease in mortgage applications, and the Fed's next move. Today is Wednesday, February 1st. 2023 and the hot sheet starts now i can feel it february is going to be full of big news i mean tom brady announced his retirement this morning but if you don't care about that, maybe you'll care about this. I got into Las Vegas last night, just after midnight. And when I got to the hotel, it was just popping. There was people everywhere. And you might say, well, Byron, it's, you know, midnight, it's Las Vegas. People are out partying. But no, that's not it. If you dig a little bit deeper, I'm here for a real estate conference. I'm going to be speaking in the next two days for the Tom Ferry Elite Retreat. But it wasn't Elite Retreat people that were here in Las Vegas. It's the NAHB. In fact, last night, if you wanted a hotel room without bed bugs, you probably had to spend over $1,100 because the National Association of Home Builders is in town. Thousands and thousands and thousands of members are here working on their goals for 2023, collaborating. And listen, with all we've talked about with builders, if you think the housing economy is just going to stop on a dime, if you think people are going to stop creating shelter, creating opportunities, then you're wrong. In fact, housing is the bedrock of the American economy. Hit the thumbs up if you agree with me. Case Schiller Index is out. And the Fortune headline reads this. This is the second biggest home price correction of the post-World War II era. And it's a fairly mild correction so far. Okay, so Case Shiller National Price Home Index fell for the fifth straight month in November. Since peaking in June, U.S. home prices have fallen 2.5%. So on one hand, that 2.5% drop in U.S. home prices marks the second biggest home price correction of the post-World War II era. Sounds crazy. But on the other hand, through November, it's just a mild correction compared to the 26% peak to trough drop notched between 2007 and 2012. Now, what you're going to hear is a lot of people saying, just wait, Byron, just wait, that 20% is coming nationally. Okay, you saw that from 2007 to 2012. We're going to see that over the next couple of years. It's coming. You're, you're going to hear all the talking heads. We talked about PBD earlier, talking about this 20%, despite the outlooks that are being altered to go the other direction and reflect something similar to this 2.5% drop. Goldman Sachs believes we've dropped 4% already from peak to this time. Right? They expect us to just drop another 2.6% this year. I said earlier on another Hashi, anything between 0 and 5% this year is cool with me, and I own real estate. I'm cool with that because if you look at our gains, they've certainly been substantial. Let's take a look at some of these gains and take a look at what this looks like when we're taking in the big picture. Okay, so here's the drop that we talked about, the first ever um, – for seasonally adjusted Case-Shiller National Home Price Index. There it is. We are now on a market nationally that is going down in price. 
That is true. It doesn't necessarily mean it is true for your particular local market. Okay, this is where it's important when we're advising people. But when they say, okay, prices are coming down, yes, they've come down 2.5% on a seasonally adjusted basis, according to Case Schiller, and that's nationally. Okay, so that's what we've experienced right now. And listen, just because of how quick it's happening, because of interest rates right in this time frame, it is the second largest since uh, that post-World War II era. Let's take a look at the next chart. And these are all available down for you in the daily download. Case Shiller, U.S. National Home Price uh, Index. <clears throat> you can see here from 2000, this is the first time we've actually seen uh, you know, a, a sharp decline. This is kind of like, a, a, you know, um, this is blown up here. This is obviously a much longer and sharper decline here. But since 2012, the first time we've seen that sharp decline. Okay, let's take a look at the next one. This is blown out from 1998. Uh, real estate does nothing but go up, right? Uh, that, that might be something you want to share with somebody who's thinking about buying somewhere and going to be there for the next 7, 10 years. And this is the one here that really puts it into perspective. Pandemic housing boom gains are deflating. Okay, so we've lost maybe 3.5% gains depending on where you are. Uh, but between March 2020 and June 22, home prices spiked 41.4%, okay? Uh, so we've erased some of those gains. A 2.5% drop is erased 3.5 percentage points. But those homeowners, those, those folks who have bought uh, during that time frame are still up 38%. So homeowners are in a very strong position right now with their equity. Um, but this is the reality of the market that we're facing. The next topic that we, that I, we need to cover <clears throat> on mortgage applications could signal that these drops in prices continue. Okay. We, we had a lot of good news last week and it was great, but we do not want to get too uh, out over our skis on that mortgage applications decreased 9%. This was just released this morning from mortgage bankers association, 9% from one week earlier, according to the data uh, on their weekly mortgage survey for the week ending in January 27, 2003. So we talked about all those increases. I have a chart to show you that in just a second. The market composite index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume, decreased 9% on a seasonally adjusted basis from one week earlier. On a unadjusted basis, the index increased 6% compared with the previous week. The refinance index decreased 7% from the previous week and was 80% lower than the same week one year ago. Obviously, uh, with where rates are, that would make complete sense. The seasonally adjusted purchase index decreased 10% from one week earlier. I don't know. I've been saying it over and over and over again. And hopefully any real estate agents and advisors are listening when they're talking to people that are thinking about selling. If you're thinking about selling and you saw mortgage applications going up the last couple of weeks, oh, great. Buyer demand's coming in. Well, guess what? Kay Schiller saying prices are coming down. And now we have a week where mortgage applications actually decreased in the latest MBA survey. That means, yeah, last week was, was right on the money. That's when you're going to make the most money. You want to get out ahead of the supply that we are hoping for because that'll bring down affordability. That's going to be in line with what the Fed wants to see. You want to be out ahead of that supply. Let me know in the comments if these are the conversations that you're having with sellers. You know, what is the seller's pain point right now from going on the market now 
as opposed to later in the spring. Do you believe that right now is the best time? This data clearly shows us that that would be the case. If you're thinking about selling this year in the next six months, I think now would be better than later. Okay, the Fed is going to, at 2 o'clock today, uh, give their latest federal uh, interest rate hike. They're expected to raise that interest rate by a quarter point when they make their announcement at 2 p.m. Eastern time today. It's the smallest increase since it began hiking rates last March. So that would be good if they do the quarter point. Market pros are expecting Fed Chair Jerome Powell to, though, sound hawkish, meaning he will lean toward tighter policy and keeping interest rates high. Powell is more focused on inflation going down and staying down rather than trying to help S&P 500 and certainly not the housing market. He said we need a housing reset. That was last year, and he certainly put us into one. His legacy. He's, he's worried about his legacy here, Jerome Powell. And I think he should be worried about the economy, not his legacy. But his legacy is going to be determined by where credit uh, spreads are or where the S&P is going. It's going to be determined by whether he slayed inflation and it stayed down. Okay, so uh, I'm sorry. That's going to be at 2.30, uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time. That, that was correct. Then he's going to brief the media at 2.30. Okay, so we're going to hear him talk 2.30 Eastern time. I'll certainly be tuning in and breaking that down in its entirety on tomorrow's hot sheet. Tomorrow and our labor news on Friday are going to be big indicators of what this February and potentially even March is going to look like for the overall economy, and then certainly how it's going to relate to people being able to go out there and buy new housing. So a little bit of a step back this week from the, from the momentum the last couple of weeks, still ultimately... I believe housing is in a very good place. Certainly in Las Vegas last night, it seemed to be the case. If you want to get prepared for this year, we just dropped an AI book, a one-on-one AI book that you need to grab. It's down in the links. I mentioned it. A bunch of you guys commented that you wanted it on an earlier Hashi. We collabed with Chris Smith. This is a 40-plus page ebook. It's incredible. So if you want to get the tactics that are going to help you save time so you can impact more people, make a bigger impact on your community, uh, do better marketing, do better everything. This isn't just chat GPT. This is everything you need to know about AI. Get that link below. Uh, before we sign off, let's take a quick look at where the 10-year is. I'm happy about this. We've got uh, an under 3.5% 10-year yield read. Um, so I would expect, just like yesterday, the 30-year fixed to tick down a bit yesterday we came in at 6.17 love to get to 6.15 or below bobby you can put that back up uh instead of a slowing down instead of slowing down the market let's slow down the fed yeah i mean listen i think that i saw a report yesterday i put it out a uh, tweet didn't make any sense to me the fed is already having discussions right and so some of this information leaks out right and so i'm assuming this leaked out from yesterday's fed meeting that they're already having discussions about making cuts later in the year. Well, then why are we going up the 25 basis points today if we're having discussions about cutting later in the year? Why not just hold firm and see what happens? Why not do go neutral to your point, right? And not do anything right now and see how the market reacts to that. We've jacked it up, you know, aggressively here over the last year. So I would say if you're already planning on cutting, why not just hold firm, see how this reacts between now and your next meeting, but 
that doesn't appear to be what the Fed's going to do and announce later today. It appears they're going to do the 25 basis point hike, uh, and then they're going to potentially cut later in the year. Uh, they're, they're really trying to manipulate uh, this inflation down. Obviously, we all want to see inflation down, but I've, I've also seen a lot of uh, verbiage that they're deliberately trying to put us into a recession. And if they're going overboard the other direction, like they did when they printed money in the opposite direction, then that would appear to be the case that we are headed in for uh, an economic recession in 2023. We will be back here live tomorrow in Las Vegas, hopefully with more sleep and a really action-packed hot sheet as we're going to break down everything from Jerome Powell's meeting. We've got a massive agent podcast premiering at 11 a.m. on the channel. Make sure you're subbed, and I'll see you tomorrow on the hot sheet. Toodaloo, everybody.